Hey kids, welcome to episode 46 of Piercing the Veil. We had to skip last week, well the last episode, because somebody around the table had a hen night party. Because somebody around the table is getting married very, very soon. Actually, in about three and a half days. Now then, it is my sad duty to announce to you all that this is the last show to feature Miss Tiffany Pierce. You won't be hearing from her again after tonight. But the good news is that from the next show, we'll be introducing our new regular cast member, Mrs. Tiffany Alexandria Pierce Jones. Wow! What a mouthful. Why do you have to middle name me? Because it sounds so yeah. grand. It's it's the kind of name that even though I was one of the people that gave it to you... Yeah, I was going to say, you literally decided on that name. Yeah. Any complaints? <gasps> What's with the middle name? Well, it sounds so grand. It's the kind of name that makes people want to stand up and salute when you walk into a room. Yeah, but Why? Stephen doesn't have a grand name. Lee, I like Lee. Yeah. Why don't I have something simple? Like what? I don't know. If you had a choice of middle name, what would it have been? I don't know. I'd probably just get rid of it. So there is no middle name. So, you know, is it something like um, Tiffany Elsie? No. Daisy? No. Mabel? No. Nellie? No. Gertie? No. Flow? No. What are you complaining about then? You don't like any of the alternatives. Well, you did have a problem saying it when you were a kid. Yeah. And and it did come out as Ali Hamster. It did, yeah. So, wedding day. Yes. You have done something that no other woman on the planet could do. You've got your brother and I wearing suits. Yeah. Oh. Because there are things that we will do for our daughters and our sisters that we wouldn't do for anybody else. <laughs> and one of those is is getting dressed up in a... Suited three, and booted. Suited and booted. Styling and profiling. <laughs> I, I have gone to the fitting of, of my suit because I'm renting it because I'm not buying it. Because what do I need a suit for? I mean, and there's going to be photographic evidence that you want There is going to be photographic evidence because there are going to be photographs uploaded to Facebook throughout the day as soon as the ceremony is over. Yes. Now then, during the fitting, okay? Yeah. Um, there was just myself and a young lady who was fitting me for my suit. Mm-hmm. And by the end of it, they don't need to look too far for a replacement for Daniel Craig. I look suave. I look sophisticated. Wow, you're going that far, are you? I am going that far. Wow. You haven't seen it yet. You... I know what you're wearing. Yeah, but you don't know how well I wear it. <laughs> now, Steve, I, I haven't seen him in his suit. In fact, I've never seen Steve in a suit. 
I never will. But you're. I will <laughs> on <laughs> Wednesday. Have we actually ever seen you in no. a suit? No. Did you no. wear never... anything for formal day? He's never worn a suit I've in his life. I've never worn a suit in my life. Ever. I've never done it. What did you wear for formal day for school then? Plain t-shirt. Now, your experience of fitting was different to mine. Yeah. For one thing, it took twice as long. For another thing, it took two tailors. You're also missing out that one was a trainee. I reckon that one of them had to hold you down while the other one tried to wrestle you into a waistcoat. And you also had to sit down in case there was pinching? Yeah. <laughs> it was... Um, Do tell. Well, every time they said, is, is your suit okay? Is it, yeah, sure. Basically, because you wanted the whole experience <laughs> I over and over, done. I want it over with. And it's like, no, no, it needs to be perfect. And then they gave me the waistcoat, and I just asked them, okay, so where does this go then? Where did you think it went? Yeah. Uh, did you think the legs went into the sleeves? Well, I was looking, I was like, is this a vest? Is it under the shirt, or what? And Dad has dungarees. What? <laughs> you got dungarees. No, I've got braces. Braces, then. They look like dungarees. Can I wear dungarees no. to your... <laughs> you got braces. Like, like a country hick. And go, yuck, yuck, yuck. Uh... Now, <clears throat> Stephen, they were concerned about your, your pinching your, your delicate little areas. Basically, nothing, nothing really fit. It's either the leg was too long yeah. or the waist was too wide. Yeah. And it, just nothing really. So they had to basically change it all. Was there cupping? No. Okay. Like Joey in Friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not, other than the trying different things on, there, there wasn't really, to be honest, there wasn't that much to really say about it. How, how, how did it take, like, 45 minutes? Because there was a trainee. Oh, right, okay. But all will be revealed suit-wise on this coming Wednesday. And if you if you keep an eye on Facebook, you will also get to see, of course, Tiffany in her wedding finery. Are you looking forward? Does yeah. this dress need any further alterations? Because the dress was bought. Yeah. And then it had to be substantially altered because you've lost weight. Yeah. Too far, I did buy the back dress back in 2019 it would have been ideal for a 2020 wedding everybody else put weight on during the covid lockdowns no i lost it just for once couldn't you be like somebody else no <laughs> just for once um, couldn't you like i don't know comfort eat or something no i stress now, and when i stress i don't eat I know, no, yeah, I think you're giving yourself a bit too much credit there. Because during the lockdowns, KFC and McDonald's were also closed. Yeah. And those are your go to places to comfort eat. McDonald's really. more than KFC. Not really. I don't go there regularly. How many times have you messaged me or phoned me or sent me a photograph? 
that you are gorging in McDonald's while I'm not. Wow. How many times have you shown me photos of your latest McFlurry? You have been you oh in the past. Oh you have. You have. And you know it. <laughs> now then, shall we go around the table and see what everybody's been doing? And I think that because this is the pre-nuptial special, we should start with you, Tiffany. Why are you looking horrified? I've been doing a lot of wedding stuff. And you've also got a new pair of glasses which look suspiciously like mine. But these are new from August, they're not that new now. Well, I don't think we've mentioned them before, but mm, go for it. We have, because one pretend they were dirty. That was That's because you kept falling over furniture. Go ahead. I've been doing a lot of wedding stuff, but far from that, the only two movies I've seen is Free Guy from Ryan, with Ryan Reynolds in it. I went to the yeah. cinema to see that. really enjoyed it. It was a different take on sort of gaming in real life crossover sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, to me, it was as if Tron... And Ready Player One had a baby. See, I don't like Tron, so I didn't actually properly watch Tron. I don't like it. Controversial, controversial, but I'll mm. allow that. It's like one of the worst movies. Okay, now you're pushing it. It's like almost on par with Kiss Phantom. No. Kiss Me at the Phantom of the Park? Yeah. You take that back? No. You take that no. back? No. I did not enjoy Tron. Okay, then we are objecting to the wedding when we're asked. <laughs> Tron was... It took a while to find its audience. When it was released in 1982, it didn't. And it was considered a failure. Um, it was on VHS that it actually found its audience. Mm. But I liked it back in 82. I've always liked Tron. Um, it's a bit dated now. But I, 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 I think it's a good one. Did they release a new one, though? Tron Legacy, yes. Mm. And they are still talking about doing a third film. So did you hear, though, talking about Disney, that Walt Disney actually put in his um, in his will that he wants every Disney to be... Um, I don't know how you'd say it, like... Um, read She is gesturing with her pen, making circles... You decide for yourself what this means. To be remade. Yeah. I know so that, that every every everyone can enjoy the Disney magic. So you know when they. But wasn't that the whole scenario of re-releasing them every seven years, yeah, and so they go back in the vault every ten years? But um, they what do they what do they do? They read make it all better again what's the word when they make it clearer and everything like that oh they restore thank you yeah but the the, the whole idea um that that plays into this goes back to his third feature is well animated motion picture not a short which is fantasia and his idea with fantasia in 1940 was it be like a musical evening with animations set yeah. to classical music. 
and it would over the years evolve that some musical pieces would be dropped and others would be introduced with new animated sequences for those so it would be an ongoing evolving thing over the years um, sadly as it was released world war ii happened mm. and disney had to go and well what happened to it it, it wasn't that, that commercial a success and they cut it up into smaller features and it wasn't revisited again until um, 2000 with Fantasia, yeah. oddly enough, 2000, which worked. I mean, there were some sequences there that really worked, but it didn't have the kind of the gravitas of the, the original Fantasia. To this day, they still don't know what to do with Fantasia. No, but, but I, I, it's still one of my favorite Disney films. I don't, I, think, I don't think they're ever going to know what to really do with Fantasia. No. It, it was an experiment, and it was a really bold experiment. The closest you could call it is a tribute film to the Silly Symphonies, because they're they're all based to music. Yes, um, Silly Symphonies done large, yeah, with a grandiose, yeah, um, flavor to it. Because so that really would be that's what they were getting. They, they were cultural, though, weren't they? I mean, they they had one of the leading conductors of its time Leopold Stokowski yeah. uh, conduct and it was aimed primarily at adults but also had appealed to children hence the, the you know some of the animated sequences um, but I'm thinking Disney himself said he never made a children's film he made family films that would appeal to everybody mm. Why then does every Disney store appeal only to like eight-year-old girls? Yeah, they need it to be more for collectibles as well. Like they could, agree. They could showcase Disney traditions there, and they could showcase you know actual collectibles and stuff like that for adults. Yeah. Instead of just have dolls and teddies. And plushes and well, thank God they haven't gone the Funko Pop route. Because oh, yeah. altogether, too much shelf space is given to those. I just don't understand yeah. them. No, I don't understand them either. So much shelf space is given to Forbidden Planet and HMV. Yeah. When they could put something better there. Yeah, absolutely. But, part of the problem is going to be explained. The people that collect them. By Steve. Yes. Problem at the moment with collectibles is to do with plastic. Plastic, and you know how the old McFarlane movie maniacs, you had your Jason, your Leatherface, your Freddy, and they were all spot on likenesses. Yeah. The same with the Universal Monsters. Everything is going up in price. Mm -hmm. So. Your action figure that would have cost you, say, 15 now costs you 40 with how much it costs to make. They thought they'd found a... But that's just raw yeah, material, that's isn't just it? raw material. A lot of this was explained by Todd McFarlane, who does his own McFarlane's figure range. 
they thought they'd found a solution with PVC. The like the flash sculpt that's over there. I know it's radio, but um, they did Joker. They did. These are DC's C Diamond Select yeah. figures, which are about nine inches high. Yeah. Non-posable. They are statuettes. They've done action figures. They've done movie ones. Uh, they did Godzilla, and I found recently they've got. I found recently they've just released King Ghidorah, which goes with Godzilla, and Buffy. Mm. These now, even the ones I bought years ago, well, not years ago, sorry, early in the summer, that were about 25, 30, maybe 40, all of those now. Which Diamond Select figure did you ever buy for £25? I was paying about 50, 60 for Catwoman. Really? Yeah. That's why I was saying the other night that Catwoman has gone up a lot because okay. I got Catwoman for 25 Yeah. Harley Quinn for 30 Yeah. Now Catwoman costs sixty, and well, Harley I Quinn have a costs Catwoman seventy. Barbie. Um, the Catwoman Barbie is of Halle Berry. Catwoman, don't tell anybody. Um, it's still a Catwoman Barbie. <laughs> but basic, basically, it's just that everything's going up, and that's why you've got Funko Pops, which are smaller. More people are buying them because they're cheaper. Right. They're not like a light for like though. They've got their own sort of style to it though, and it's just eh. people are going crazy for it. Personally, I enjoy the photo realism. Yeah. And the Diamond Select Joker. It's it's the ultimate Joker Joker figure. I mean, I love the shading on the face. You you'll never need need another one. And no. um, you know the sculpt of Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. The face is perfect. The only thing I don't, why I'm quite glad of is, okay, NECA have started their own range of Universal Monster figures. Yes. Okay, the Frankenstein has some different heads, but it's, again, they, they don't come close to the sideshow range from years ago. But the one thing I'm glad of is the with the Wolfman, of having the Lon Chaney Jr. head. Before he turns into yeah. the Wolfman. Mm. I think that's just a nice touch. Alright. So what else you got, Tiff? Um, and then we watched a movie on Netflix called Guilty. Okay, it's do got, tell. Um, I can't remember who's in it. Come back to me. Okay. We've seen two movies since last we were gathered around this table um we've seen malignant fantastic malignant i had i had i was in two minds about that one tiff because it was touted as like a haunted house thing and i thought it might be like um you know conjuring and stuff like that it was directed by yeah. james wan and uh, it wasn't. It's something completely different. It's it's probably one of the best original horror films to come out in years. I like original films. Yeah. I loved um, it, it follows. follows. 
I loved Happy Death Day. Dead Silence. Dead Silence. Um, oh, uh, Freaky. Freaky gave a new twist of the knife to the slasher genre that we hadn't seen before. But we seem to be in almost a golden age now yeah. of original horror again. Like I was going to say, and this is one that I think should have a sequel. There's more to tell. I was going to say one that I thought should have gone down better. Yeah. Because it's one of the best kind of demon kind of spirit um, films out there at the moment. Yeah. The Unholy. The Unholy was amazing. And I, when we were watching it the a couple of weeks ago, if that had been released in the 70s, it would have been withdrawn almost instantly. Because, because it seemed to me to take things further, um, to, to push the whole church stance further... Than the Exorcist, because we were going to see that in the cinema, but it was just due to the times when cinemas had reopened nationwide. Yeah, that there were lots of technical difficulties. Yeah, so we some that was one of the ones we had to miss. Yeah, because we can't see them all no. because sometimes the timings just don't work out. No. And the other film we've seen is No Time to Die, oh, the yeah, latest the Bond. Bond. The best of the ones. It, I agree with you up to a point. I watched the previous four Bond films on Saturday nights before going to see this yeah. one because they're all intertwined so much. And seeing them years apart, you miss so much of the continuity. Seeing them that way, it's a cohesive five-part story. It does for the Bond films what Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy did for Batman. It's the greatest Bond story ever told. It has a beginning, a middle, and an end. His whole career is right there. Yeah. Just like with the Nolan films. His beginning, his middle, and you know where, yeah. where, he, where he goes. So, I would thoroughly recommend you see that. But, watch the four previous ones first. And I know you've got them because I gave them to you. I've already watched them. You have? Yeah, I've already, I've already watched the Daniel Craig movies, Bond. What, were you a fan? I watched them all, yeah. When? You watched them recently? No, not recently. Oh, right. So my original kind of uh, advice still stands. Before you see No Time to Die, go back and watch the original four. Because there will be, there are things that are referred to in this that are quite important that go all the way back to Casino Royale. So it's a, it is a five-part yeah. story arc. Uh, something that you may have missed on Netflix. It's something new that they're doing, Tiff. An interactive film. Oh, was it Undertaker? With The Undertaker from the I've WWE. Seen, well, I've not seen it, I've heard of it. It'll run, depending, I suppose, on, on what choices yeah. you make. Runs about half an hour. Mm. You have the tag team of The New Day, who want to get is The Undertaker... Is it out yet? Yes, it yeah. was out on Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, okay. They want to get The Undertaker's urn to get his power, so, I don't know, he can win a championship or something. Um, I stress you don't need to be in... A wrestling fan to to get this film. 
Um, but of course, it's probably better if you are and you know who who's in it. Because there are some nods to his past in it. Yes. And a crucial point in this short film, you have to decide what happens next. Yeah. It's it's very much a go left, go right kind of thing. And the outcome depends the adventure goes where you say it goes. Yes. And it's nice to see Mark Calloway having some fun in his old Undertaker character. And it's nice to see the New Day out of a wrestling ring and basically providing some broad comedy. Yeah. It's a light horror. It's completely suitable for kids. And Steve and I had great fun watching and playing it. Yes, yes. It's just family entertainment. Um, Right then. Have you got anything else for us, Tiff? Yeah, so the film Guilty, it had um, Jack Gyllenhaal in it, who was in Donnie Darko and Spider-Man Far From Home. Jake. Sorry, what did I say? Jack. Oh, yeah, Jake. Right. Um, it's basically quite a low budget movie, but it gets you from the get go because he's an ex well, he's a police officer but he's on he's going on trial basically the next day to see if he can go back on duty and because he's off duty for now, he's taking emergency calls. Okay. Yeah, so when he's So he's on now, desk duty. Yeah. Right. And then it's just basically he's playing cat and mouse trying to rescue this woman who's been um Abducted from her previous partner. Haven't we seen a trailer for this? Because yeah. it sounds very familiar. Yeah, we saw a trailer. Because that was one that I was thinking, ooh. Yeah. Now, where did yeah. you see this? Netflix. It's on Netflix. Is that where I saw the trailer? Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was because we saw the trailer when we were looking for The Undertaker yeah. on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. look, leave me alone. I'm 61 years old. No, that was a good movie. I'm obviously a low budget one because they're basically just in one room and it takes place in that whole room is just yeah. But despite it being low budget, let me ask you a question. Is the story told well? It is, yeah. See, it proves that you don't need a huge budget to tell a story well. But another one that I forgot that to mention as well, yeah, is um this is more like a, um, just a, like a light comedy sort of movie to watch, yeah? It's called The Fundamentals of Caring. Okay. And it's got Paul Rudd in it. Ant-Man. Ant-Man, right. Yeah. So he basically does a course, yeah? He becomes then a care worker. He goes to this woman's house and cares for her son. But it's not like your typical sad sort... Well, it's not like... It's got comedy in it. Yeah. So when he goes for his interview, the wife, um, the mum of the son's trying to like interview him, and he comes through in his wheelchair, and then he just like starts acting up, like proper acting up, and yeah, you know, taking the mic, and then um, Paul Rudd goes, "Oh, is it because I've put cologne on? Because I don't usually put cologne on. Does that, you know, does that make his senses go a bit crazy? This is why he's acting like this." And then he just stops, and he's just like. No, I'm not a retard. <laughs> and then just like wheels away, and it's just like, it's just like light comedy sort of. It's quite funny, but yeah, it's 
it's a good one they basically go on a trip to see all the you know your typical american landmarks oh yeah yeah like yeah. the world's biggest cow world's biggest whatever ball of twine yeah they go from one place to another and it's just like a a travel sort of journey kind of like they they did in national lampoon's vacations yeah right and this also is on netflix netflix yeah question have you got shudder i don't know you would know if you've got it so i'm assuming it's no shudder is a horror channel that you oh, can no. buy as an add-on to amazon prime okay and there's some really really good stuff on there i recommend it um we've seen some good yeah. stuff on it they do shudder original movies they they are responsible for the new creep show tv series um they're starting produced... to release them on disc as well yes um pretty good stuff and it's only i think it's about four pounds a month 3.99 yeah. it's worth doing it's worth doing um <clears throat> yesterday i came across a news story that i really had to look into and you know i i do like my tech mm. well Sky on the 18th of this month, October 2021, uh, launching a brand new delivery system. Now I'll tell you what it is and I'll describe it to you. It's called Sky Glass. Okay? It's a television set. Only it's a smart TV that comes in three sizes, 43 inch screen, 55 and 65, available in five colors. Pink, white, black, blue, and something else. Now, the selling point is it does away with your satellite dish, your set, satellite box um, because it only takes streaming so plug your fiber broadband in there mm. and you're away with your sky subscription do you need a TV license then? oh god yes of course mm. you do because Freeview would be included as well right, right. <clears throat> It's HDR, 4K, Netflix would be included, but if you want Netflix HD for your 4K TV, you've got to pay extra. Do you pay them for Netflix HD? Uh, I deal with Netflix himself, so no. But my subscri subscription is for HD. Oh yeah, so you pay for Netflix HD? Yeah. Alright, yeah, okay. Just wondering. Um, it'll have a 4K high-res camera built in. Why do you need a camera and TV? Well, so it'll have a sensor 
that can sense when you've walked into the room and will turn your TV on. I don't like that. And it'll have a camera so you can make and take video messaging. Yeah, I don't like that. Um, I think that's covered just about it. Yeah. You can either pay for, you can buy one outright and put down, I think it's in the region of £680 for your 43 inch. Wow. Um, it's got a two year warranty or you can add it to your subscription and, you know, pay for it like you'd pay for your mobile phone. Mm. So that is what they reckon to be the future of Sky in the UK. Before I go to my thoughts, your thoughts. I've told you, I think, everything I know. Okay, well, I mean, in a way that, you know, you don't have to put a satellite on a house and you don't have to have a box. Yeah, it's handy. Like, I would then be more inclined to maybe get one because it's like, well, I don't need all this wiring and holes through my house that I don't particularly want. But then I'm off put it straight away from when you said there's a camera on the TV. I just think it's an invasion of privacy. And I'm the type of person that has, um, you can buy little things that you stick on your cameras, like, you know, your tablets and stuff like that yeah and then you can it, you just slide it's like a little piece of plastic and you just slide it so that the co camera's blocked so that nobody can see it. it's not on my phone on my phone but on my tablet it is. well where your phone is right now it if that camera came on they'd have a lovely look at the ceiling yeah if they looked at mine because i keep mine face down they wouldn't see anything yeah but what about your back camera yeah okay they're looking at the top of the the, the bottom. Yeah, of but it doesn't matter what what yeah. way you put your cam your phone. You've got a camera on both sides. What I like about my computer setup is that when I'm not using it, the camera folds up into the yeah, screen. Yeah, I like that. It's like on. Um, I like. I really like Amazon. Actually, we've got an Amazon Echo in the no. We've got an Amazon. I don't know what it's called now. It's Dot. the screen. Oh, okay. I I know the one you mean. I can't remember what it's called, but we've got one of them, and it's in the kitchen. And what I really love about it is that they've actually thought about putting. You can put the camera off. Yeah. And then the, it's just a piece of plastic that slides over the camera. But I love that because I don't. I yeah. have grave grave misgivings about this. I think it is doomed to failure from the start. You've got Sky going with a business partner, which is an electronics company that I've never heard of, to build these TVs, trying to go up against Samsung, Sony, mm -hmm. LG, Panasonic, and a host of other companies. Toshiba. Mm -hmm. Right, it's got Dolby Atmos built in, and they say you're not going to need your separate soundbar, you're not going to need your set-top box. You're going to save on all this. It's going to be carbon neutral. At the end of the day, you're paying over the odds for a 43-inch TV. Mm. 
which is going to be a bit thicker than that TV of mine behind you. Mm -hmm. Because... It's got to have the box yeah. in it. Now, the biggest reason I think this is doomed to failure is in order to get a decent buffer-free experience on the internet, you need a reliable signal. It's a sad fact that most households in this country don't have fibre broadband. Yeah. Nor access to it. Yeah. We are in a rural area and we are very, very lucky. And this is one of the very few times I'll say this. The Welsh Government did something good. There, I've said it in joining with BT, British Telecom, to bring fibre broadband to rural areas like ours. Mm. We have a stronger, more stable signal here than most cities do, mm. and faster speeds. Yeah, I remember the times that we could barely get one, one mile. Uh, the average used to be 0 0.75. Yeah, that was a nightmare and everything buffered. It would take us, realistically, about half an hour to get a film trailer in. Yeah. Now it's as instantaneous as watching TV. So we'd be okay with this, but mm. most people wouldn't. But there's like villages like Channel Leanne, yeah. which isn't too far from here. They've still not got fibre. At the end of the, the road, there's, there's a farmhouse behind us yeah. can't even get rudimentary broadband. Yeah. They're too far away from the exchange. Now, if we were in a city, we would have broadband to the cabinet, as they say. Yeah, that's why I had it when I was living in Nevin. Because we are in this rural area, a private road in the country, we are one mile from the nearest village, two miles in the other direction from the nearest town, mm. we get fibre to the premises. But I do too, even living in that village. And that gives you an uninterrupted signal, which in a city, our level of broadband would only be available to businesses yeah. in office blocks. Yeah. So we are very lucky in that. But the vast majority of people, I mean, this bringing broadband to the rural areas thing that we jumped on with BT mm. was Wales only. Mm. Um, it, as far as I'm aware, it doesn't exist in Scotland, doesn't exist in England. A lot of it is rural. Mm. I mean, there are a lot of big cities there, but a lot of green in between those yeah, cities. Exactly. So... I think they're going to be hemorrhaging customers on this. I don't like the idea of a TV switching itself on when I come into a room. Mm. Because I sit in here for hours reading or writing, doing stuff that I don't need the TV on for, and I never put the TV on for background noise. Yeah. And I object strongly to having a camera 
that I don't know if they're turning on or not. Because I know this sounds like crazy conspiracy theory stuff, and I probably should be wearing a tinfoil hat, Hmm. but the Amazon smart speaker I have in here, I figure listens, listens into conversations. And that's not as paranoid as it sounds. No, it definitely listens into conversations because I could be talking to Sean or anybody in my house about something yeah. and the next minute it'll come up as a Facebook ad and I've not searched yeah. it. Exactly. It, Many times I, I've spoken to Steve about something, be it a book, be it one of the DC um, figures, yeah. Diamond Select, and you know, just forgotten about it. It was just like a, hey, have you seen the so-and-so figure of so-and-so? No. Then the conversation is done. Yeah. A couple of days later, it comes up. Yeah. It's as a Facebook ad. Yeah. And also, because you've bought this on an email, you may also like this. And it's like, because you've bought this movie... Um, or documentary about the making of a certain film, you may also want this figure of Batman. You know? yeah. And they're yeah. not related. No, they're not related and at all. The other one is, people who bought this thing that you've just bought, also bought this and thinking, why, are they crazy? <laughs> <laughs> so, do you remember about four years ago, uh, Sky had like a, a sound box to hook mm. to your TV to give you cinematic sound. Yeah. And I like the idea of that, and I I looked into perhaps getting one. Um, they had Sonos multi-directional speakers exactly the same as the Yeah, Sonos device. is the stereo that we use in our office. That's right. Okay. And I thought, this would be great. This would be great. But then I thought, if it's got speakers all around, it would be blasting noise at me on the couch. It would also be blasting noise behind. Mm. Straight into next door. That's not a terrible thing. Well, yeah, but, you know, if you're watching Top Gun, Mm. we were friends back then. (laughs) Anyway. Um... So I decided not to, and that's how I ended up with the Sony sound panel that I've got now, which Mm. gives me an incredible sound. But those incredibly expensive speakers, which were about £700 to buy, and fully compatible with Sky Q, and that's the other reason we didn't get one, because we didn't have Sky Q at the time, Mm. vanished almost overnight, without a trace. The same will happen to Sky Glass. Mm. You mark my words, young people. You mark my words. Right, what else have you got, Steve? Did you know that they are doing a Haunted Mansion movie starring Owen Wilson? Oh, no. Nasal Owen Wilson? At least they're doing a Haunted Mansion movie. Oh, but Beetlejuice 2 no, with no, Michael hang Keaton. On. Hang on. Am I thinking of the right Wilson now? I don't think so. Is Owen Wilson the one who played um, on about, Stripey? I'm on about the one from Stargirl. Oh, right! The other one... I 
I get them. I get the names mixed yeah, up. Yeah, I know yeah, it's... yeah. Owen Wilson is the is is the one who was in Loki. Yes, I'm on about the other one. You're on about his brother. Yeah, the one we actually like, yeah. and we don't want to punch him in his face to yeah. see if we can straighten his nose out. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Is this the one that, for the past couple of years, has had? Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, but he's got an, another film coming out in the next couple of months. What? Um, something to do with the circus, a freak show or something. Okay. Uh, I've seen the trailer for that. That's quite good. Okay. Um, what else? Oh, the Muppets. They have a haunted mansion thing on Disney Plus. They do. And today we got Back for Blood, the latest zombie game from. Turtle Rock Studios. They brought for for the PlayStation Four and Five. Yeah. Uh. They we've actually got this release. Got this four days ahead of its release. Yeah. And it it's not a sequel to it. It is a spiritual successor to the Left for Dead games, where it's a first-person shooter where you're against a bunch of zombies. You can either play it on your own. Or with friends. The only thing. Sorry, it is a what now? What? A spiritual successor. Yeah, to Left 4 Dead. It's what it's called. A spiritual. I've never heard this phrase before. How have you never heard that before? Well, in movies, we call them sequels. It, but it's not a sequel. What is it then? Spiritual successor. Oh my god. <laughs> um, the only thing is, you do. What's the difference between a, succe- a spiritual successor? And a sequel. A sequel when it isn't a sequel. Anyway, you need a PlayStation. Well, thank you. That's clear as daylight now. I don't know how you haven't heard of it. Have you heard of Spiritual Success? Right, you're going to have to explain this. I just told you. It's literally, it's a sequel. A sequel that isn't a sequel. Yeah. It's basically like it's got the Left 4 Dead always had a 4 in the middle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they've used the same thing with Back for Blood. Yeah. It's still a zombie game. It's still... It's pretty much exactly the same. The closest I can call it is a remake. In a different title. But you do need a PlayStation Plus account to play it. Do you? Yeah. You can't play it solo? You can play it solo, but it's always online. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Why is it always online? Because if it's with the games like Avengers... Yeah. Okay, it makes more sense now. The, uh, the what he said. A spiritual successor, sometimes called a spiritual sequel, is a product or fictional work which is similar to or directly inspired by another previous work. But okay. unlike a traditional prequel or sequel, does not explicitly continue the product line or media franchise of its predecessor. It basically, basically, with it always being online, it'll get perpetual updates. Oh right! So you're not playing. This is my biggest fear. Yeah. You're not playing there, and then. Um, no, you can play. You know, Wilbur Arcourt from Arkansas, USA, wanders in, blasts you, and walks away again. Completely solo, without anyone else. Okay. But it will perpetually update itself, so every time you play it, it's different. Okay. All right. Ha- okay. Here's a question. 
when it's permanently online and they're always updating, at what point do they stop updating? That's one thing I've never been able to work out in the case, like, um, Evolve, which is again from the same studio. This is the Jurassic Park game? No, this is the one where you play as like a monster that keeps evolving and you have to different people or people. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They shut down the servers for that years ago. I thought it was new. No. No, no. What am I thinking of? No, don't. Um, it's the same game that you're thinking of with a giant monster where you're throwing rocks and all that kind of thing. Yeah. But it's still online. Basically, it's not so much the servers, it's just so you have an internet connection. Okay. And so, really... Yeah. This is like the free world game in Free Guy, which is how we pretty much started the show. Yeah. yeah. And people think that we just throw these shows together. <laughs> We've gone around full circle. I'm amazed. I'm amazed. Oh, and I donated blood, didn't I? You did. I donated blood. I did a good thing. You did. You have saved a life. And I got bruised. Pretty badly. Let's have a look at it. Okay, it's not too bad now. I can actually Just see the line. the line of your vein. That's, that's, that's a bruise. Yes, but it follows the line of your vein. Oh, yeah. But it's weird how it's bruised all the way up there. Yeah. Will you give blood again? Yes, will you I be will. an example to the fine young people who listen to this show? Yes, I will. I'll go donate again. But I can't donate for another 16 weeks. But it'll be like 15 It was once afterwards. every six months, I think, when I was doing it. Mm. So I gave... I, I know I got my silver... No, not my silver. The bronze badge for 25 donations. Yeah. But I, I couldn't give now anyway because, of course, of the, the, the medication I'm on. So, Steve, what you got for us? Well, other than um, video games, it's been quite quiet recently. I've been playing a lot of the Hot Wheels game, um, Hot Wheels Unleashed, which is the best way I can describe it is it's if a game with the speed of like Burnout or Split Second and Honey, I Shrink the Kids were mixed together. Basically, it's a Hot Wheels track like the toys. Yeah. You're playing the toy cars, there's no real motorised no. mayhem here. You're driving a toy car. Yeah. And and um, it's as if you're on a Hot Wheels track yeah. in somebody's room. Yeah. It, it just works. Yeah. Yeah. Now then, Tiff, there's one thing I, I, I do want to discuss with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, on, the, on the radio, so there is actual audible proof here okay now at this are you wedding yeah you have specifically specifically requested that both steve and myself make speeches okay you are handing us an open mic yeah Despite knowing what colossal idiots we are, uh-huh. knowing this, we are not responsible for anything that we may say, 
and the responsibility lies with the person who gave me the mic, i.e. you. <laughs> I wash my hands of it. <laughs> so you're looking forward. Yeah. It's been a stressful few years. <laughs> Has, to be honest. <laughs> You've dealt with receivership yeah. from one venue. Yes. You've dealt with worldwide pandemics. Yeah. Just about everything that could be thrown in your way has been thrown in your way. It really has. And on Wednesday, October the 13th, I will be walking you down that aisle. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I don't know if I'm supposed to give you sort of like some last minute bits of advice. I'll probably just tell you a dirty joke. I don't know, but you're supposed to cry. No, I'm not. Cry. Dads don't cry. Cry. Dads don't cry. cry. No. Cry. Dads don't cry. Cry. Ow! Pinch me before. Oh, it's just a test of this. If you don't cry, that's what's going to happen. But a lot of times worse, you cry. That's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'll, I'll just shout, ow. Oh, oh. All over the place. No, don't Yeah, cry. I will. You know I will. Well... I think that brings us nicely to the end of the show and to the radio career of of Miss Tiffany Pierce. Next time we will be debuting Mrs. Tiffany Pierce Jones. So until next time, it's so long from me, Robin Pierce. Me, Steve. And the bride to be. Me, Tiff. Yeah, Tiff Pierce. <laughs> Pierce Jones next time. PJ. There are worse things to be called. There is worse things to be called.